Justin, and this week I'm joined by only Steve. Oh, it's just me. Hey, it's a, we're gonna run a two-man game here. What do you think? I think we we went through our third wheels too quickly. We uh, should have made a bigger list, and maybe we Rebe- did. Rebecca was right about our number of friends. <laughs> Rebecca was right. We estimated ten, but uh, it turns out it was two. <laughs> um. So so let's get tonight's show started. So one random thing this this week is grocery stores. And this has a special place in my heart because I've spent seven years working at a grocery store. And it's always weird going back to them as like a, a civilian. Is that what you say when you go back and you used to work somewhere? Yeah, uh, I think so. I mean, you, you, you said that strangely. You said, I have spent seven years. Implies you're the only one on this podcast that's worked at a grocery store, and then also also implies that you're still currently working at a grocery store. No, spent, spent. I've spent. I have spent. I spent. Okay, yeah, but sure. You, you you really phoned it in. Like you really were missed potential at the grocery store. Like you yeah. you started as a bagger and you never moved up the chain. I started as a bagger, then I was a cashier, and then I was service desk. So mm-hmm. I mean, I worked my way up, and. Yeah. uh you really you really couldn't climb the grocery store ladder. Yeah, I don't know that I couldn't. Um it was more that well, I didn't well, want you, to. Well, you didn't. I mean, I did. You didn't. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe we'll have to discuss that further as when we get to the So topic. we'll get into we'll get into grocery stores later. Before we get into anything though, like I I just we just have to thank the listeners. We actually have listeners. Like we just have to thank everybody <laughs> for the support that we've gotten. Yeah, it is it is quite hilarious that that people have turned on to to listen to this, but we, we appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, the, the podcast analytics say we have, we have over 200 total plays and, uh, and they estimate our audience around 50, I would say 35, 40 is, is like a reasonable number to think of people who've listened to this. I'd be surprised if it's more than 20. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> just, just before we started this podcast, I've got, I got a text from a friend from work, uh, pitching me a, a workshop idea that we'll have to bring up at a later time. And then that leads us, we actually actually have real emails. We have listener input. This is a new segment, listener input. Yeah. So our first, our first ever email was from Anthony and he has a couple of points. One is he said the bagel bite talk can continue for as long as he, as long as we see fit. I mean, he's, he's all in on the bagel bite talk. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and he actually said it was a good remember segment. Because he called you out, which is which was great. Thank you, Anthony, for saying any. Well, you adult- should give it some context, right? So you, in the last couple of episodes, have have gone on and on about bagel bites, and I made fun of the second time, saying we've had enough bagel bite talk. And he, you know, I would say it's hard to tell on paper whether he was being sarcastic. You know, there's no, you can't see his face when he's writing that. I would say he probably was, uh, you know, in jest saying. I enjoy the bagel bite talk, but you know, I I know you you felt like it was a win for for you. I'm gonna chalk it up as a W, and he said that it was a good remember segment because any adult still eating bagel bites like yourself is considered highly questionable. So we'll we'll leave it there. We'll, we'll we won't go too much into 
the bagel bite talk. And then his other point I wanted to bring up was him agreeing with you uh, when we talked about taking shots and you saying your mouth is a waiting room for the shot once you mm-hmm. put it in. Uh, he 100% agrees. Every time his mouth is 100% a waiting room. And uh, I think that's I think it's age related. I think as you get older, you just you just can't. No, throw it no, down no. I think that's that's wrong. No, I've gotten a lot of feedback and in, in, uh, it's either half, half and half. So it's like people have said, oh, I've always done it that way. This is the only way I know how to do it and knowing how to take a shot. And then other people are just like, you have to get it down to a science. You have to actually think about it. And then like you just pour it down your throat. <laughs> hmm. Also, lots of uh, lots of positive feedback for gullet talk or just like the use of the word gullet and you yeah. pointing out that it's a funny word it's a, it's 100 percent a funny word and well, uh what was should, interesting about yeah. it was just you and james both used the word gullet mm-hmm. and i just it felt like it needed calling out like one person can use the word gullet, but once you have two people like mm-hmm. just casually saying gullet without calling it out it just feels like a little much true no i completely agree all right so let's get to this week's segments uh I hate to do remember again for the third week in a row, but uh, yeah, do you hate it? Well, I mean, I kinda, I, so there's a reason I'm doing another remember segment, and uh, and we have we have low key touched on this in the in a few of the episodes before, uh, but Dunkaroos just announced today that they're actually coming back the summer of 2020. So remember Dunkaroo, Dunkaroos, uh, I remember them, and this summer I will be eating them again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think you've mentioned Dunkaroos at least six times so far in these podcasts, so it's clear that you remember them. I also like to think, what was your what was your remember last week? Fireball yo-yos? Fireball yo-yos. I think there was, like, you just remember vividly one day in, like, 1996 where you we were watching, like, Figure It Out, doing some yo-yoing and eating bagel bites and Dunkaroos, and you just remember that day, and so far we haven't gotten outside of that day. Well, we're but just, we're, we're, I do we're remember re- Dunkaroos for sure. The remember segment is just remember my childhood. It was full of Dunkaroos, bagel bites, and watching Figure It Out. You know, Figure It Out, great candidate for a future remember. <laughs> Tune in next week. Um, well, I, I'm no. just preemptively guessing that you're the next thing is going to be Figure It Out or like I I do love Figure It Out. Uh, what are those? Summer things? Sanders, right? Summer Sanders. Um, All right, so so Dunkaroos, two crazy questions, bones. right? Yeah. <laughs> you stop. You stop spoiling all the good remembers. <laughs> All right, there's two questions with with Dunkaroos. One is chocolate or vanilla. Yeah, I mean, you want me to answer now? It's obviously vanilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's obviously vanilla. Yeah, it, yeah. chocolate it, is not. Is, that's you know, that's chocolate. Else. Chocolate existed, right? Chocolate existed, yeah, but yeah. that was a different. That was a different snack. Yeah, yeah, that's no good. So definitely vanilla. Mm. And then, really, the question is, how did you distribute your icing through mm-hmm. your cookies? Like, what was your strategy for icing your cookies? So, you know, to clarify, I don't know that everybody remembers Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos are a small thing like the uh, snack sticks with like the bread sticks and cheese, like in a little pouch. And you got the little circle dipping thing on one side and then you got your your uh, crackers or cookies on the other side. So in Dunkaroos, you got little cookies, I think with kangaroos on them, mm-hmm. and then um, a little thing of dipping sauce, basically. But it was like icing. Yeah, it was icing. It was like it was, it was like it was confetti, like funfetti yeah, like icing. Confetti, funfetti. Yeah, so that's yeah. why it was so good. So there was never enough icing for the cookies. So I would always go right off the bat five uniced cookies. Ooh, so you really you ate five uniced cookies? Yeah. So I would just I just had to even it out. So I'd be like because I didn't want to be like 
I don't want to shortchange and be like, all right, I'm gonna eat. Say there's say there's twelve cookies or whatever. Okay. Um, I didn't want to have twelve cookies that were insufficiently iced just to equal them all out, right? So I would eat five right off the bat, and then I'd have you know eight whatever leftovers, eight nine leftover, and then there was that was like the right ratio of of uh, so their nose were all them equally, and then equally they would all be iced. good. Yeah. Okay, so that was not my strategy. No. Because, I mean, why would you eat plain cookies? Like, that just doesn't feel... Because those, those things weren't, like, very delicious. It was all about the icing. No, I agree. It was, it was, like, it was, it was like the getting over the hump, right? It was like yeah. you, you, you put off something. You, you take to something that's less good so that it tastes even better when you do it right. So my strategy was to ice every cookie, but to use as little as possible. Let's say there's 12 for the mm-hmm, first, mm-hmm. first 11. Like, I would just tap them in. Like, I would just get just a little, just a little bit on there to get a little flavor so it wasn't a plain cookie. Yeah. And then I would be so proud of the amount of icing that I had left over for my last cookie. Mm-hmm. And that last cookie, I would dunk, completely immerse it and mm-hmm. scoop it out. And I would end my Dunkaroo experience with a fully double-coated cookie. And I even mm-hmm. had stuff left over that I'd use my finger to lick out. Yeah, and then and then you have to you have to lick it with your tongue afterwards to get every mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every last bit of icing. So that was my strategy. I would just yeah. reserve until the end, and then just have this euphoric last cookie experience. Yeah, uh, you know that's certainly one way to do it. But um, I, I question kind of the 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 sand or not the sanity the 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 cleanliness of that. I mean, also the sanity, but also the cleanliness. Cleanliness. Uh, <laughs> well, because you got like you got to have like a pinch, right? So like, if you're gonna have that much uh, icing on the cookie that you're, you're double coating it, now all of a sudden like your finger is in the icing. Yeah, I'm like 12 years old. The last thing I care about is is my the cleanliness of my fingers at that time period. I agree, but I'm just saying like it's 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 a little barbaric. But yeah. I, you know, I'm 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 all here for conserving um, icing. So, so that's how we ate our Dunkaroos. So if anyone else has any different strategies, maybe somebody was just like, I'm going to go all in on the first cookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, I'd be interested to hear. All right, so next segment, uh, Rules of the Road. This is a new segment for this podcast. And essentially, it's just we're going to make a rule about related to driving or on the road or something like that. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the other day, so me and Rebecca drive to work. Like separately, but we take the same. We take Route One, and there's it's like a Route One's like a it's like a two lane highway with with street lights on it. And I came up to a light, and sometimes we leave at the same time. And she just pulled up next to me, and she looked over at me, and I didn't look over at her. And then she just drove by, and she called me on the phone. She's like, "You didn't look at me." I was like, "Okay, okay." And and the reason I don't look at her is is I don't I don't side peek. And my rule of the road, and I and I hope everyone follows this, is you should never side peek. You should never. You always keep your eyes straight ahead, looking looking forward or using your rear view mirrors. But when you pull up to a light, you know, it's you don't look to your left, you don't look to your right, you don't inspect what's going on in the cars next to you. Mm-hmm. And and there's two reasons. Yeah. One is it's dangerous. Okay. <laughs> You make eye contact with somebody and you catch them at the wrong time. 
that's called road rage. They might, you don't know if someone's got a gun. So just the look of your face could be enough to induce road rage. It's like the classic, you just, you challenge somebody just by locking eyes with them. And you don't know how they're going to interpret your look. Like maybe you accidentally cut them off and you didn't know. Maybe that person's having a really bad day. Yeah. Uh, either way, I, I I don't side peek anybody in general. Side the peek. Par- the, other, the, other, the other part is privacy. You know, like when you're in your car, like driving by yourself, yeah. I may I may pick my nose. I may okay. I may sing, you know, sing sing along to the Frozen 2 soundtrack, and it might not look good if you look over at me. But I like I this is my my morning commute. I'm by myself. This is my private space. Uh-huh. And if you look over at somebody, you're kind of inviting their in in invading on their private space. So for those two reasons. Yeah, I'm I'm against all side peeking. Yeah, I, uh, I I cannot stress enough that that is a very odd take. <laughs> what do you What do you mean, dude? Uh, listen, bro. You know we're very similar. We're we're brothers, right? But I think over the years we've digressed a little bit in terms of social interactions. Where a little I, bit. A little bit. Like I was very much and like we've talked. We even talked so far about like how I didn't move up in the in the the grocery store chain because I didn't really want to increase my social interactions at the cashier line. But, you know, as I've gotten older, I've, I've become less and less, uh, like concerned with the opinions of others, especially those in my immediate surroundings. Um, I absolutely look at the, the person next to me and like, especially if it's somebody who just did some, something that, was questionable like road you know like say i'm you know they're they're a little following me a little bit behind too closely and and now we're at a light and i'm in a different lane absolutely i'm going to get a good look at what this person is uh you know is it a is it a uh you know a, a nice mom who's who's you know just happens to be trying to get to their pick up their kid or is it some asshole who you know is driving like an asshole you know i want to i want to get a look at him so I, i'll stare people down and i think uh, it doesn't always have to be in an aggressive manner. It's just, you know, I'm just interested who's in the car. There's there's windows in the car. They can see out. I can see it. I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, um, I think that I think that that scenario is the number one scenario you shouldn't side peek. Like if I you disagree, I disagree. No, if, you, is, if you cut somebody off, you should not. Like, I'm no. I'm not. saying if somebody cut me off, I'm going to look at them and be like, yeah, like I'm aware of you and what you did. Now, what if you cut someone off? That would just be psychotic to like stare at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what have you ever inter- have you ever interacted with somebody that you pulled up next to? Like, have well, you yeah. ballsy enough to do that? Well, I was telling you a story the other day of a guy. Like, all I did was change lanes, and some guy was super aggressive and gave me the finger. And then he pulled up behind me, and I, got, you know, I got changed lanes again so I could go next to him, and I just gave him the relax like i you know pump the brakes relax relax and he you know put the finger in my face he rolled his window down did you uh, roll your window screaming. down i i went for it but i think he could hear what i was saying anyway mm-hmm. so i was like looking at him talking to him and i was like relax relax and he was like you relax and gave me the finger again like this he is gave, that, he gave that, you the like double that. finger that's, that's a whole yeah oh he yeah he was he was a weirdo like relax that's like, what I, I mean dude i know but like i'm not afraid like listen I, I don't want like hashtag beta Justin to become a thing, but like there's a lot of things where it's like you're just afraid of the of other people. 
right? Like you can't you can't be afraid of I'm other people. I'm not afraid of other people. I'm All af- right. I'm I'm I just try to avoid conflict. Uh, I understand, but but what percentage of interactions with strangers is conflict? Well, nowadays, dude, it feels like everything's got <laughs> potential to be conflict. Yeah. For well, sure. what do you think about the the privacy aspect? I mean, the privacy aspect, like it's kind like of said, a voyeurish if you just start like side peeking everybody you drive by. I I don't disagree. I mean, I think there's also the passenger angle, right? Like, I feel like everyone that's in a in the passenger seat at a stoplight looks to the right, or like when you pass yeah. somebody in on the highway, like you kind of look, and then like the driver looks, and you're like, "What are you looking at?" Like. I think that, you know, as a passenger, you have more of a duty to not like stare because you have the ability to, you're not driving, you know, as a driver, if we're stopped, like, and I'm looking around and I happen to, to, to catch eyes with another driver, I don't think it's like, I, yeah. I just don't, I don't think that's I, an invasion I, of privacy. I think it's more the passenger staring where I'd be like, you know, like, why are you staring in my car? I think this all stems back. I'll wrap it up here. I think this all stems back to when I was a, I was a kid, I was like 14, 15 years old. And I was a passenger in mom's car, and I was just eating like kind of tired. What? You were probably eating Dunkaroos. Eating Dunkaroos. Um, I had my. I was going to my yo-yo convention with my Fireball yo-yo, mm. and I was just looking out the right. I was just kind of tired, leaning on the window, just kind of looking out it. And this like forty-five-year-old woman in like a SUV pulls up, looks to her left when she's driving, and sticks her tongue out at me. Mm-hmm. And I was like. I was so confused as a kid because I was just like minding my business and this adult woman just like aggressively sticks her tongue out at me. Right. And I just was so scarred by it. <laughs> I got you though. I, I, I think as a, as a uh, more well-functioning society, like just, you know, eyes ahead. Yeah. Just mind your business. Drive straight ahead. But cause, cause you never know when there's a crazy guy who's got a gun, uh, Who's gonna Who's gonna take issue, or at least you know, flash the gun? It'll happen at some point if you side peek everybody your whole this life. Is very odd. This is a very odd take by you. I think. Right. I think. You, I think. Hopefully, hopefully, you'll realize that's an odd take. That you're afraid of gun brandishing drivers. <laughs> Pretty sure. I don't, I don't think it's that ridiculous. I don't know. I feel like it happens. Road rage, I, man. It's a thing. Uh, and, and 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 once you once you look at somebody. Yeah. It goes from just two cars on the road to two people, and then it could go from two people to a physic to an actual conflict between two people. So I think when you side peek, <laughs> it goes. It's no longer just a generic. These are cars. There's no person behind it, and then yeah. you you you're escalating, and and I avoid escalation. I think this segment could also be called irrational fears, but yeah, you know well, that could be now, every segment. It's, it's uh, rules of the road. All right, you have a workshop. We haven't been in the workshop in a while. No, I think it's a good time to get, to head back into the workshop yeah. and see what we got. Um, so my workshop is slightly topical. And by slightly topical, I mean it's fairly topical. Um, so yesterday was the Super Bowl. You know, we're recording this on Monday. Yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday. Um, and a slightly underwhelming Super Bowl. I mean, I think it had all the elements. Um, it was a pretty I, good game. I enjoyed it. But. It was an enjoyable game, pretty good game. Um, I didn't hear about any like big controversies. There wasn't like the one thing I've heard as feedback is like commercials pretty disappointing, right? Like mm-hmm. nothing really jumped out. Everyone was pretty, everything was pretty standard. A lot of like feel good commercials, but like nothing we haven't seen before. Um, you know, 
I remember it used to be a thing, right, where it'd be like, you know, February, there's nothing on. Tonight on Fox, the best Super Bowl commercials ever. You know, we're going to rank them. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. that's awesome. I'm going to make that appointment viewing. I want to watch the best Super Bowl commercials ever, right? Now it's like, who who gives uh, who gives a crap about what the commercials were? Everybody's so saturated with advertisements. Nothing really. I think there was a poll I saw on Twitter that was like, are you more willing to buy a product from a Super Bowl commercial if it was a good commercial? And it was like 85% no. <laughs> so it's like people, and you know, and I think they said it was like 6.7 million or something to get 30 seconds. Like, are we really using that time and that money wisely? Like, what what is it going to? What what? I, I'm just I'm just overall. So, so my workshop has to do yeah. with segments and in particular Super Bowl commercial. I'm sorry. My my workshop has to do with commercials and in particular Super Bowl commercials. So I'm proposing a whole revamping of the Super Bowl commercial model. Okay. And instead of, you know, I think people aren't really even paying attention. Everyone's looking down at their phones. So instead of commercials, we're going to have Super Bowl interactives. We're, co- we're completely removing the element of the commercial. There are no commercials. There's going okay. to be interactives, right? So I have a list here of some uh what i'm calling interactives for ideas for companies to replace their commercials with these uh concepts or one of these things and you tell me you know initial thoughts or i'll go through the list you tell me which ones you think might work all right so the first one is the chore wheel so it's going to be you're at a super bowl party and it's going to be just come up on the screen. It's going to say, this chore wheel is brought to you by how whoever. So it's whatever the company is. But it has nothing to do with them. So now it's a wheel. It spins, right? And it might land on, like, clean up the, you know, replace the dip. Or, like, refill the chips, right? Yeah. And it's, like, as a group at the party, you designate, like, this next chore wheel is for, for me. Or it's for Sally or whatever. So it's, like, whatever it lands on, Sally has to get up and do that, right? Okay. So it's like, but it's like, you know, it's something that like helps the party. You don't really want to get that one. But anyway. So presented by like Tide. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, uh, you know, someone has to go and like make sure there's enough toilet paper in the bathroom, something like that. Yeah. Um, next one, Alexa, did I win? Right. So the commercial is going to interact with your Alexa mm-hmm. and then like somebody is going to win something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, not you might not win. But like, so the commercial prompts Alexa and then like some family at home or some party at home wins something from the company. Right. So it's like, Alexa, did I win? Oh, this one's, this one's sponsored by whatever, uh, Doritos. Oh, sweet. You won. Yes, you won. Alexa says, and you get a, a lifetime case. supply of Doritos. Yeah. Or you get like, just like, a, you just get like a case of Doritos, you know, like Alexa knows your address. You know, it just goes to Amazon or something. Now all of a sudden like, sweet, yo, we just watched the commercial and I won a case of Doritos. I like that one. Uh, pretty good fido uh so fido is just um i think i'll like i think as a dog owner or even like a cat owner everybody's Mm -hmm. always like oh oh uh, jackson there's a dog on the tv there's a dog on the tv like see they want to know if like he's going to interact with them Mm -hmm. so it's just going to be like dogs barking like just to so you can see and like talk to your dog and see if your dog's going to react to the tv i mean these are good but they're like (laughs) they're just commercials yeah, like but they're, they're not commercials. They're interactive. No, I mean, they're commercials. I mean, they're interactive commercials. Like they've done stuff like this before. Like it's they've, still they've, the end. So, so you can win a box of Doritos. Give me, give me a break. All right, hold on. I'm not done yet. 
name names. All right, so name names is kind of name. like uh, the mafia reference. No, no, no. It's gonna be like uh, like uh, truth or dare, like never have I ever or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like interactive for the Super Bowl party. So it could work like, like I said before, you designate the person that that's for this round, right? So like mm-hmm. you know these are coming. So like it's gonna be like a question. It'll be like you know how many people have you slept with or something. It's like oh this this person's turn. Oh he's got to name names. He's got to give a number. Yeah, you know what I mean? uh, it's little Billy. Oh, uh, little Billy, your turn. <laughs> name names. Right, fine. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be adult oriented. It could be like oh you know when was you know the first your first kid. No, <laughs> you know it could be like you know who in this room is your least favorite or something. I don't know. Just get it going. <laughs> just get the topic going. To who's do, not? Dude. If that's gonna happen, like who's not gonna pay attention? You know what I mean? Now it's favorite. like, oh god, yo, like, uh, you know, uh, Fritos. I, I, I'm only coming back to chip companies for some reason, yeah. but like, well, you know, it could close. be all state. It could be whoever. Um, all right, next one. Uh, screensaver. <laughs> How many of these do you have? I got two, three more. Okay. Screensaver. So screensaver is, it's just going to be a screensaver. Like, there's just no commercial. It's just going to be like look nice on your TV while everyone gets up and goes to the bathroom. Or, so just lost revenue for no, NFL like it's gonna be screensaver TV. presented by whatever, you know. It's just, but it's just a still image. It might have like the stats from the game at that point because like uh-huh. people are like looking up the stats sometimes, mm-hmm. um, or it might have like this, a quick news break or something. Like it's just a screensaver. Like it doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's just it just makes your TV into it yeah. into a screensaver. Yeah. Um, celebrity Twitter feed. So it's like, you know, people are scrolling through Twitter. Right at that point, like commercials, yeah. are like oh, I'm just gonna look at Twitter. Instead, let's just all scroll through Twitter, like look at the same thing. So, but like we'll just put like a celebrity's feed up, like not the not their whole feed, but like the people they follow. Right. So, Is you, this so presented getting, by TMZ. Yeah, no, yeah, presented by TMZ could be presented by you know Tide, lots of Tide. Maybe they have good com- Super Bowl commercials because we remember that they about Tide. I, I was impressed yesterday with their Charlie. Uh, I didn't get commercial. it. I didn't get it. The point was he was he was questioning the concept of later. He says, "Oh, you'll clean it later," and he's like, "Well, what if later is fifty years from now?" And he has like a mini panic attack that that maybe later will never come because it's not defined. Really, it's a topic for okay. this podcast. It's kind of an interactive, right? Because it's like yeah. oh, you're waiting to see later. Well, that's my whole. That's my whole point with all these things. Yeah, but not these all are these create these are creative commercials. But, but these are all. But they're all going to be like this. Like they all have some interactive element. Obviously, it's still commercial. I'm just rebranding the commercial as something that people will pay attention to. Mm. So you have to fit it within this model. You're just is like Mad Men. You're you're Mad Men. All right. Well, here's my best one. Right. So this is definitely not something that happens. <laughs> okay. Right. So this is called know. Unlockables. Right. So this is okay. this has some this has some pre work to it. Right. So an unlockable, a company is going to come out with something. It's They're going to have an unlockable for the Super Bowl. So you go to Target or whatever, and they got the unlock special unlockables aisle because it's, you know, whatever, two weeks before the Super Bowl. So you buy your unlockable, and it's like, all right, my unlockable is from, could be from uh, Tiffany's. And like, oh, that's a super expensive unlockable. Or it could be from the dollar store. Or it could be from, I don't know, like Old Navy or whatever. And the unlockable is a package. And you don't know what's inside, right? And it could just probably so it's a new product, or it's a random thing from the company, or it's uh, uh it, or it's like a, 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 a it could you know it could have variable values, 
right? Like you could get something good, you could get something that's not as valuable. And then during the commercial, or I'm sorry, during the interactive, I was a, I was a Freudian slip, uh, a, a special like password is spoken or there's like a signal or like a timer. And then that's when the unlockable opens, right? So everybody gets out their unlockable. They know like, oh, I'm wondering, oh, is my, is my, you know, in my uh, old Navy unlockable commercial going to be up next? Uh, and then so it's, it like, it's like an app on your phone and then it like unlocks on your phone and you, it reveals what you want. Well, no, you actually have it. It's just, it's a, it's in a locked box. Oh, so they're going to sell out. They're going to sell locked boxes that. Can, yeah. On, uh, well, that's impossible. How is it impossible? The cost of developing these have to be really kind of computers that unlock at a certain time no, from a box, and someone can't break into this box. I think. Well, you could break into a, the box. Who cares? It's just that the point is that everybody is going to have this shared experience. No, that oh, be, what was in the unlockable, and then the next day you're talking about it, like, holy crap! You know, oh, I had I got this this double collared shirt from old. I, I you know, if I had better ideas for what's in the unlockable, that would be in the workshop. I don't know what's in it yet. All right. Well, no, well, it should just honest. be like a, it should just be like a an app. Like you download the old Navy app, and then you have like an an animated envelope, and then at at the certain on the commercial, the animated envelope or the animated box opens up, and then yeah. well, that's you virtual unlockables. Thing. You know, obviously an extension right. of real well, original physical, unlockables. I mean, so you're telling me that they have to just send out millions of dollars of merchandise? I mean, it's just not plausible, dude. I don't understand where you're saying millions of dollars of merchandise. You're buying it. The, you everyone have gets to the buy it. No, no, oh. you go you go to Target and you're like, all right, there's the aisle of unlockables. This one is from uh wherever and it's fifty bucks. But you get the idea. No, I get unlockables. the idea. Part of a yeah. sweeping changes to commercials now known as yeah. interactives. Yeah. Also just cooler, more creative commercials. You know. Speaking speaking of cooler, more creative commercials, uh, we have a little commercial coming up right now. Yeah, well, let's take a break. Do you enjoy fresh ingredients and simple step-by-step cooking recipes that fill the kitchen with the feeling of a delicious home-cooked meal? Did you enjoy that feeling for two weeks and then get tired of a box of food and dry ice showing up at your door with yet new ways to use cod fillets, fontina cheese, or cram fresh? Fresh Apron is for you. Fresh Apron isn't your typical DIY meal prep service. In fact, it's not a meal service at all. Fresh Apron will send you one or more new prepackaged aprons per week to make you feel less like a kitchen zero and more like a kitchen hero when you finally get around to making those Texas-style burgers and some of the 45 fingerling potatoes that have accumulated in the fridge. Simply select from our easy once-a-week package all the way up to our Why Am I Doing This to Myself Every Day package, and with a few simple clicks, your generic one-size-fits-all, no-practical-use aprons will be on their way to your doorstep. Best of all, each apron doubles as a trash bag for all those random fish, mushroom, or Indian recipes that you didn't just didn't make this time, but you totally will next week. Plus, use promo code RANDOM and you'll get your first apron free, together with three high-quality HD photos of personalized, actual food for you to post on social media as if you had made the meal yourself. After all, it's all about the gram. Fresh Apron, the meal service that isn't a meal service. Visit freshapron.com. All right, all right. Let's get to our one random thing. Yeah, our one random this the thing this week, like we talked about, is grocery stores. Special place, special place in my heart. Seven years of my life inside a grocery store. How many years did you work at one? Um, I mean, you were only a couple say of years. Three and right? a half. 
three and a half years. I didn't go back. I quit in, after high school. I didn't go back when I was in college. Got you, got you, got you. So let's just start off. Best thing, worst thing. Mm. Uh, I mean, the best thing, I mean, it's easily just buying food. I mean, I have, this is like, just wanted real quick. Can I just say I, that was also my best thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it kind of is the best thing about grocery stores. Grocery store is a, tr- like, grocery shopping is a, is a, has you know as you get older is a necessity it's not necessarily an experience so the best part is just the fact that you come away with food is that what you're getting yeah at? yeah and there's like i people say you shouldn't go grocery shopping while hungry i prefer to go grocery shopping while hungry because then i just get really happy after i'm done grocery shopping because i just have all this really cool food and it's a certain level of uh like satisfaction that you just walk away with stuff that you didn't have before and also, and also, when you're like a college student, right? Like that that feeling when you've been living the last week off Tostitos pizza rolls, mm-hmm. and and just like you know, uh, ordering food like takeout, like pizza slices and cheesesteaks, and then you finally like get work up the energy to be like, you know what, I'm gonna go to the grocery store as a college student, and you're like, wow, look at all these different options. I'm gonna I'm gonna get something for stir fry. I'm gonna buy a steak. I'm gonna make hamburgers. And you just come away with like a hundred dollars worth of groceries, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Wow, this is maybe one day I'll be an adult. This is great. I can I have the ability to go buy all this food." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do you think you had a uh, like? How has your uh, wasted food percentage improved or or not improved over the years? Meaning, like, do yeah. you eventually it's eat high. everything you buy? No, it's so high. It's so bad. My my food. I'm like fifty fifty. I think. Oh my god. That's pretty bad. Well, that's like when I do when I. I mean, I guess you got to count. So, so we're counting only things that go bad, right? Because you don't really throw away. I mean, I guess no, you yeah. could throw away stuff, cereals and stuff, but. No, but like, well, that was the only problem with the problem with cooking by yourself is just the the throwaway part. Mm-hmm. Even two people, like the the perfect number of people is three. I think like that's that's the perfect number of people to cook for. It feels like that's what bulk food is sold for. Mm-hmm. How about you? What's your percentage? Oh, it's awful. I mean, I'm, you know, as you know, I'm easily, very easily sold to or marketed to. Mm-hmm. I'm like the ideal, you know, sucker customer for like, yeah. oh, you're saying I can get 15 sausages for the price of 12. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I don't yeah. even look at what the sausage is. So um, I end up getting a lot of stuff just to try it. But then you always have to buy the whole box or the whole thing. And then I'm always like, Oh, this week I'm going to eat lots of like chicken and vegetables. I'm going to buy like the super family pack of chicken and then I'll make like two or three pieces of chicken and then yes, boils the, in the fridge. Yeah. The 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 raw meat part, that's so hard. Yeah. When you're like the one when you're cooking for one or two people to to properly, you know, um cook that up and portion that. That's where Costco comes in clutch sometimes cuz I what I would do is I would get the individually wrapped Purdue chickens, like chicken breasts. That way you just freeze them and then you'd have them there and you'd be like, all right, well tonight I'm going to cook for myself. This individual well, they have those chicken breasts. Was... Yeah, but yeah, that's true. They have like the five pack. That was the one we used to get, but yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's tough to, uh, that's, that's a tough thing. I don't know what, you know, maybe, maybe people can let us know how they're, how they keep their ratio on the right side. Do you have anything else for best thing? Or you're just kind of the best No, but the best thing it's tough, right? Like I don't um I, I worked at we both worked at the grocery store. Like I stayed in the that that role that you made fun of me for, the bag of roll, because it was <laughs> by far the easiest job on the planet. 
when you true when you, when you have uh when you when you're a cashier or you're a customer service desk you have an anchor you you have to be in a certain spot right like you can't just be like oh where's justin he's not at yes. his cashier's thing as a bagger it's like you could oh, disappear for hours. You could disappear. You could just you could just hide wherever. Like you could be in the you could be in the break room. You could be out pushing carts. You could be in the cart caddy. You could be washing. You know, clean up on aisle three. Like you you move around. You have freedom. No, you know what I mean. Like and then you might get a call over the loudspeaker. You know, to do something. But yeah, it's just it's just way more f- freedom. So yeah, no. But, as a but, cashier, but, I would go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, being on that side of the of things, both of us have been on that. I don't think we either of us really love being at a grocery store. As a result, so there's not a huge like best thing other than yeah. you get to go home and like eat some fudge rounds or something. True. the The worst thing for me, um, it's just checkout. It has to be checkout. Like all things checkout, mm-hmm. whether it's the new self checkout um, or you know just the, just getting out of the grocery store is very difficult. Mm-hmm. And and my brain is very. It over obviously with this podcast, it overanalyzes everything. Yeah. So when I pull up to a checkout area, my brain's a supercomputer, or at least it tries to be like a supercomputer, mm-hmm. and it starts weighing all of these different variables, mm-hmm. and it's putting them together to say which line I should go into. Right. Yep. Yep. Now the fact the factors you consider are age of the cashier. Mm-hmm. Is it a younger cashier? But you don't want too young. You don't want too old. Someone in their like mid twenties, thirties, forties—that's a prime age for a cashier. Mm-hmm. Is there you a start bagger? With the belt. I mean, you start with the belt, right? Well, yeah. So number of items on the, on belt, the belt, and then also in the carts in the line. So you're almost counting items, right? Because the whole the whole line—it's—it's not—it's not so much a line of people as it is a line of items to be scanned. Well, well, that's where I would disagree because yes, it's a line of items, but transaction time is very important, right? True. And true. that's where age of the customer comes into play. Mm-hmm. Because you have to, if you have an older customer, they might have coupons first of all. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you see coupons, you 100% go to a different line. Yeah. But if you see an 85-year-old who might have a checkbook, mm-hmm. God forbid she breaks out a checkbook, right? Yeah. Uh and then if you see an 85-year-old with a, a 17-year-old cashier who doesn't know how to run a check, like that's a disaster. Who doesn't know how to run a coupon, right? That's an absolute disaster you have to stay away from. Yeah, that's um, yeah. I mean, I, those are hard so, to predict, though. So, like that's no, almost no, like a landmine. Yeah, but 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 so the point though is, I think it's more important to count the customers because the transaction time. If you have a good cashier, the difference between twenty items and forty-five items really isn't that long. The real variable is how good is this customer going to be. Mm. of getting their stuff bagged and checking out and paying with their credit card. Yeah. I mean, I think potentially, I think that some of the scenarios that you've dreamed up are, are not that common anymore. Like I think I go to the grocery store and everybody, all the cashiers are the same and all the customers are the same. Like there's not a lot of variability. Um, I mean, some, you know, certainly there's the occasional uh, mismatch of, of customer and, and cashier that's might cause an issue, but I'm really looking at, I'm looking at these, these things I'm looking at, uh, like you said, is, is there a bagger, but I'm also looking at how many produce, how much produce, how mm. full are the carts, how full is the belt? And then, um, you know, how is the line, how are the lines in general? And is it likely that, um, there's going to be a new, uh, line opened and like, can so I position it, myself near where that's mm. going to be? 
Yeah. I mean, that's, there's, is there a, that's gotta be the best thing about grocery stores, right? Is when you get pulled into a new line. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Oh, sir, I can take you over, over here. here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sir. Sir, I can take you over here. The then, best but, but you always have to go, store. you always have to find somebody to, you, you can't be the first, you, you always have to find somebody to be like, oh, you go. And then you go right behind them. You know what I mean? Like you find I mean, someone that only has a couple things. Yeah. Or, or you just, unless go. you really were next. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. If you get called over, if you're chosen, it's like the claw in Toy Story. Like you just go, dude. You just, just leave there is definitely it. a lot of anxiety about ton of anxiety. And now with self checkout, it's a whole nother it's a whole nother well, level. I just wanna, of well, I just wanna uh, just a quick thing the other day that happened. So um, you know, aisles are next to each other, right? So like you could check out aisles are next to each other. So you can like mm-hmm. see who's going in the, the line next to you. So there's two people in one checkout. And I'm shopping with my wife and she is already checking out and like bagging. And the, the uh, cashier had put the sign that he was closed on the belt behind all mm-hmm. of our stuff, but I was still grabbing something real quick. So I uh, walked up to the line that's now closed with uh-huh. my one item and the two uh, ladies who were in the adjacent <laughs> thing uh, had a, had a panic attack. That oh I was now God. trying to That's sneak so in great. because I think they had been called off of that line. Oh man! So I'm going up to like add it to my wife's order, and they both both of them <laughs> said to me, uh, "She's closed." And I was like, <laughs> "All right, all right, let's all calm down here." I didn't even I didn't even say anything to them. I just I just kept walking. I took a little pause and I kept walking. And I said, "Here, babe, I got you know I got the whatever the." parmesan cheese or something whatever it was but i was just like all right you know it's not their fault this is a stressful situation but that you know you can tell that there's there's line anxiety for people that try to try to game the system you probably you probably wish they didn't side peek you there just just stay looking straight ahead no i mean i felt i felt i felt good that they did because it was like they've learned a lesson to not prejudge yeah anytime you're in like those are the best moments when you're in the right in a moment like that like that's just (laughs) There's adrenaline running through you. You're like, this yeah. is good adrenaline. It's not like a nervous <laughs> adrenaline. Right. Yeah. You're like, your chest puffs out a little bit. You're like, eh. Actually, oh, yeah. actually, you're the asshole. So, I mean, so, so I, to, I, 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 you know, just to wrap up your worst thing, I, I agree there's a lot of anxiety about, about checkout, but it's not my worst thing. Okay. So, what's your worst thing? So, my worst thing, and this relates to, being working at a grocery store but also just shopping in general there's always a few items that you have no idea where they are in the store and it's like you go through every single aisle you read every single card and i work at the i'm working at the grocery store and i still can't remember where these damn items are from the one i always got and i had no effing clue where it was was honey I think it's peanut, by the butter. peanut butter and jelly. Well, I was going to say and peanut butter, but I, I never knew what freaking aisle. Were they in the bakery aisle? Were they in the condiment aisle? Were they in the bread aisle? I never knew. I never remembered. And I felt like I, I would go up and down every single aisle and never know where it was. And then this extends to other things where you're like, I just need this one thing. And Dude, I have I, I no got... idea where it is. And I've gone up every single aisle. It's such a common experience. I was just walking around the grocery store the other day. And this lady had was losing it. And she she goes, she finally flags somebody down and she's like, Where 
are the breadcrumbs? She's I was like, going to say bread. I had yeah. breadcrumbs written down. Where that are was the another example. She's like, why are they not by the bread? And, and she's like, she's yelling at the guy. Like, why aren't they by the bread? They're breadcrumbs. Right. <laughs> Just like, lady, it's okay. Yeah. They're in the baking aisle. Okay. Go there. They're a baking item. Just because the word bread is there. But I, but it might not be universal out. across every store. I mean, like I that's don't, I don't true. Know. But she was she she was she lost it. She was she was exactly mm-hmm. what you're describing. She just wanted to find the breadcrumbs. She probably looked twice up and down, and she's like, "Somebody help me find the damn breadcrumbs right yeah. now." Yeah. Well, but then you got like end caps too, like that will sell certain <laughs> items. You know, like those uh um, pretzel thins. They're never in like the chip yeah. aisle. They're always on an end, and you're like, "I just want the damn pretzel thins." And I've gone up every single aisle. I swear to God, they should be right here. Because you have like the grocery store is like is like in your in your phase or a hazy memory bank, mm-hmm. where it's like you have images of things, but you've done it so many times that you it all blends like, together. I too. feel like I should be looking at something, but it's not there. Like I'm looking for pancake mix, but I'm staring at flour. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a good one. I um, hate that feeling. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> grocery stores, man. There's... They're like just big social experiments. That's all they are. The um, make a rule. I have so many different rules I want to make. Mm-hmm. I, I might just make a few random ones. One is I would appreciate a a like you know how there's like a a smoking area in some amusement parks for like a designated smoking area. Mm-hmm. I, I would like a designated like park your cart area if you're waiting for your wife to go find other things. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just. Sometimes you go with your wife and yeah. a husband she lounge. likes to, yeah, she likes to read every label. Well, not necessarily a husband lounge. Like I think every three aisles, there should be just an, a, a taped off area for like two or three carts to just wait, you know, for your wife. Oh, so to, you just want a space that you're not, I don't want to be in other people's way. Yeah, you exactly. just want to be out of the way. Gotcha. I shouldn't be out of the way while Rebecca, God bless her, reads every little label and like, mm-hmm reads the ingredients and it just mm. takes forever and then i have nowhere to stand i'm just in the hypothetically, way hypothetically right you're not you're not judging your wife you're just saying hypothetically, hypothetically. should rebecca do something yeah. that causes you to pause you want a space to stand exactly so uh, i make a, maybe that's I don't know if that's a rule suggestion a workshop let's get little standing zones for husbands <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate that i like that that's it's a, a great rule. idea it's 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 uh yeah it's not similar to my rule, but I have a, another rule that would improve the shopping experience. All right, go ahead. You, what is that? So my rule is bonus cards, rewards cards, shoppers yeah. cards. It's all illegal. It's all banned. It's all legal. It's, it's all They're banned. All scams. All, it's all stupid data collecting scams. There aren't. You're not getting points. It, I mean, like you might get some points, but it's just for a coupon that you could get in the newspaper anyway. They're, they're, they're not, I mean, like, it's just tracking shopping data. Like, imagine how many, uh, how much time would be shaved off total per day in checkout time if the whole, do you have a bonus card? Oh, well, you can put in your number. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. I got it. Hold on, I got it. Hold on, let me, it'll come up in a minute. Hold on, I got to hit the button. Okay, now you can put in your number. Oh, is, are you this person? Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, you might have typed it. Oh, that's my wife's number. Oh, can I put it under my bonus card? And then, uh, can I just use the store card? Like, Imagine how much time total is cut off if we don't have stupid bonus cards. And then also, why why are we charging certain people? Like, is there really grocery store loyalty? There's there's food loyalty, right? Yeah. Like, why? 
am I really getting a, I'm getting a higher price than this person, but then there's a store card. Like what things you're not now. What are we doing? Yeah. As a cashier, if you didn't have your bonus card, I just put one in. Yeah. That's what everybody was. Everybody was supposed to get the discount. So yeah. And then they would, they would, people would have these, these disgusting keychains that they would start to fray. Yeah. And, and you wouldn't be able to scan them. And I had to sit there and I'm trying to read the numbers to type them in. And it just took too long. So yeah, you're right. They're, they're dumb. They're just tracking our data. They're illegal. It's great. Yeah. If we had a working government, that'd be, that'd be implemented. It's a good rule. All right. And then, you know, while I'm on a rant, my, did you know, I mean, did you know is, did you know just that in the parking lots of most grocery stores, there's little designated areas for you to return your cart? So the, this was my rule that I wanted to make. So go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, did you know that? Because I think I there's did a lot of that. people that don't know that. <laughs> there's a lot of people who don't know that. Well, have, to be fair, they do know it. They just choose not to know it. You know what I have written down here? <laughs> it's it's very harsh language. It's when you don't put your shopping cart back in the corral, you're spitting <laughs> in the face of not only your fellow shoppers, mm-hmm. but the cart boy. Who has to now corral yeah, of me? You're spitting in yeah. my face, personally. You're spitting, you're spitting in your face, and it's messed up because one, it's dangerous mm. because you can have stray carts that can cause car accidents. But it's just disrespectful yeah. because you were just you were actively saying that I cannot walk this cart the twenty steps at most to where it needs to go. Mm. I'm just gonna leave it here. And mm-hmm. and the the worst is when you leave it there and there's no like curb, right? Like at least yeah. there's a curb and you like park it on the curb, it's kind of not going to roll away. But the ones where there's no curb in between the parking spots and you just kind of leave it floating in limbo, like yeah. that is that is insane to me. It's 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 ultimate uh like antisocial behavior. It's like or or like childish behavior where it's just like, well, I'm done with this. I'm going to yeah. leave now. It's pompous. It's- no, but seriously, it's it's very discourteous. And then one thing I learned on my very first day working at a grocery store is that uh, all of the carts have to come to the curb or like to the to the store. They can't stay in there. That's not like a that's not an official uh, storage zone for the the carts. That's just a temporary storage zone. So yeah. like my first day at a grocery store, the guy was like, "Go collect the carts." I was like, "All right, you got to clear the lot." Yeah, clear the lot of the carts. So you got to go. And I thought, oh, well, that's like for all of the a-holes that leave them in the parking lot. Um, so I got them all and I put them in the cart collector area in the parking lot, you know. And then, I, you know, there were hundreds of them. They were backed up. And I was like, found out the next day, my, my second day. It was Steve, uh, me and the, the you know, the store manager had to, had to bring all the carts in from the cart collectors to the curb. Uh, what the hell were you doing? I was like, well, no one ever told me. I thought that that was a designated area. But anyway. You know, this is it's why just, you didn't climb. You didn't climb the grocery <laughs> store ladder because you just you really weren't meant for it. You know, it really yeah, wasn't in it your was blood. It was a tough day, but yeah, it it just helps the it helps the workers. They, they now they only have to take a stack in. They don't have to go collect them and then take a stack in. You know, that's my You're, that's my that's my. Uh, did you know? Did you know there are spaces for you to put your cart? Oh, I hope leave. I hope a I hope a non cart putter in the corral person emails us. Yeah. Tries to, Tries to give me a. a well, you know what I do is if I'm nearby, I'll, t- I'll I'll start collecting them. And the other thing I do is when I'm in the when I return my cart, if they're just like loosely strewn within the cart collector area, mm-hmm. I'll stack them. I'll put I'll make a stack because it just makes it way easier. There's more space now. They don't start yeah. coming sticking. I do out. the same thing, dude. Yeah, you know, just saving the world one cart at a time. Yeah. My my did you know 
uh, is is going to be about my experiences working at the service desk. And uh, you may have heard this story, but did you know that they test you? The state comes and tests you working at the service desk of whether you sell cigarettes to minors or not. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So they send in moles I, or plants or whatever. Yeah. Plant. Yeah, dude. So I'm working there. And just as an aside, like, so that was the hardest thing I had to do was sell cigarettes at the service desk because I think I was like 17 years old working in the service desk and I haven't properly like socialized with adults at that point in my life to really get a good database of how, how of what people like looked like certain age, you know, like I, like at 17, I'm not like, ah, that guy could be 32 or it could be 57. It could be 16 or it could be 41. I really don't know. I'm really bad at this because I'm a kid. So I'm working in the service desk and I think the oldest person I ever carded was 52, something like that. <laughs> I said, like, you could be 18. So you just carded like, everybody. No, I actually didn't. I didn't card oh. everybody. I carded people that I thought looked young. Uh, and it was just this like short older woman, which I couldn't tell if she just was young or if she was an older woman. I don't know. So, but that's not the story. So one time this kid comes up to me and he was like kind of redhead kid. Like I, I remember him. I remember him clearly. And he comes up and he's like, can I get a pack of cigarettes? And I'm like, all right. So I, so I turn around. I'm like, he didn't specify. I'm like, what? I'm like, what type of cigarettes do you want? He's like, I don't care. That should have been the first red flag to me. It's like, I was like, I don't. He didn't care. Smokers know what type of cigarettes they want, right? They they know what what type they smoke. Because if if he had asked for cigarettes, if he's asking for cigarettes now, he's clearly older than 18. Exactly, exactly. So I just grabbed like cools off there. Like, yeah, most people smoke cools. (laughs) (laughs) I grab a pack of cools. And uh, and I'm literally about to hand it to him, and I'm like, "Let me see your ID." <laughs> this is like super bad. Yeah, yeah. Where, it's, where so she's I, like originally going to do it, and then he does something weird, and you're like, "I want to see some identification." <laughs> <laughs> so he so he hands me his ID, and I have one really big weakness, and it's it's really bad. <laughs> I'm awful with months. So months and dates and like years, I I don't know. Like it when someone says, "Oh, like when's Just your time birthday?" In general. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like when when's when's your birthday? Uh, five ninety three, five nineteen ninety three, and I'm like five. I'm like all right, January, February, March, April, May, May. Okay, May. You know, what I, mean? I I don't know months and their corresponding numbers. It takes me a while. So I'm sitting there looking at this thing. And and I'm I'm the numbers are crunching in my head, and it's like twenty eighteen before whatever, and I just I couldn't I just brain fart I just couldn't I couldn't process it, so I'm pretty sure I'm gonna sell these cigarettes to this guy, and it's like all right whatever, but he grabs it out of my hand before I could respond because I took too long, and he says okay thank you and leaves. So I never actually said no I won't sell you these cigarettes, I just I just waited too long. Wait, did he pay for it? No, so I, I no, so I, I said, let me see your ID. I start staring at the date, oh, and he I just grabbed take the me, ID out of your he, hand. Yeah, yeah, he grabbed the ID out of my hand. Oh, I thought he took the cigarettes I, and ran. No, I just took too long that the person who was testing me was like, all right, well, I'm so done. You with won this by guy. default. I won by default, 
And then this this older person comes up behind him, and I crack a joke to him like, "Well, that was weird." I was like, "That guy wasn't that guy wasn't old enough for cigarettes." Like thinking like that was it was cool that I busted that guy. And then the guy goes, "You did a wonderful job. You passed with flying colors." I was like, "What?" He's he's like, "Yeah, we tested you, and I was watching, and you did great. Call your manager over here and let her know." And, uh, oh my and my man, God. yeah, dude, my manager came and she was like, oh, thank God you didn't mess that up. That cost the store $10,000 if you sell them cigarettes. It's like, I was like, yeah, dude, <laughs> I played it off cool. It's like, that was easy. I never, I was never going to sell them the cigarettes. Did you hold up the box and be like, I was totally cool. <laughs> was, yeah, exactly. I had the cigarettes. The normal person wouldn't even, the guy probably thought I might've sold it to him. Anyways. Yeah, nice. dude, don't trust don't trust seventeen year olds selling cigarettes. Luckily, now it's just vape and all yeah, the other kinds of issues. Vape. Yeah, and the service desk was it was it was selling cigarettes and Western unions. I still have no idea how to process Western unions. I think in moral of stories, just everyone just just order your groceries online. I'm, <laughs> we're tired. Everyone's tired of waiting in line. We don't want to. We we need waiting areas. We got cart collectors. Just order your groceries online. All right, that's it for grocery stores. That one, that one really has a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Do you have a one random thought for us to go out on? Yeah, it's just a quick one, and you know, it's just my opinion. You don't have to listen to me, but let's let's just as people agree that we don't need to wear socks when we wear slippers. Like the point of the slipper is to take the place of the sock. If you're wearing a sock in the slipper. You're doubling up, and it's kind of pointless. The inside of a slipper is supposed to be soft so that you feel it on your foot. I I don't need any input. I don't need the angry emails to our to our general email address talking about feet stench and things of the such. Buy new slippers if you've worn them out. Let's just all – I think we'll all be a little happier if we just put our bare feet in our slippers and get that little soft touch and enjoy life a little bit more. I couldn't disagree anymore. <laughs> But I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna I, let you I, leave us. I'm gonna let you send us off on the one random thought. But I absolutely wear heavy socks in my slippers because I have poor circulation in my feet, so I, would, I feel judged. I would expect nothing less of you. All right, that's one random thing this this week. Um, reminder: one random thing. The one is spelled out O N E. One random thing pod at gmail dot com. We've gotten three emails. I've got some stuff we're going to bring up going forward. I feel like Please. maybe you should stop representing that we're having good traction and then giving actual numbers. I Three emails for a, a four-episode deep podcast. Uh, I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, yeah. three emails, but like probably five episode, to ten text messages. Episode five, brag about our 20 listeners and our three emails. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. On that note, though, if you can – if you're enjoying the, the content uh, – then share it with your friends. Let other people know about one random thing and uh, help us grow our audience. But anyways, we we definitely appreciate you guys listening and all the feedback that we're getting. And uh, Steve, thanks for coming on as always. Glad to be here. And I'm going to put some slippers on with some socks and we'll see you all next week. 